Hello, everyone. I am Rachel Telfor. And I'm Michelle Gower. We are the hosts of a new true crime podcast. It is called Children of the Void. The Void refers to children who are missing. And children who have died under mysterious and suspicious circumstances. Sometimes parents know nothing about what has happened to their child. And sometimes they seem to know more than they let on. Like Casey Anthony. And the John JonBenet Ramsey case. We are determined to do our part to find missing children. And the truth when the story of their disappearance doesn't hold up. Together, we will blast the shadows with light so that no more children disappear into the void. Children of the Void debuts in September. Join us so we can all make a difference. Please subscribe. Until then, I'm Rachel Telfor. And I'm Michelle Gower. You can catch Children of the Void on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. And everywhere else you get your podcasts. Hey y'all, Morgan Rector here. Do you have an idea for a podcast? Furthermore, would you like to host and co-produce your own podcast? I am always looking to expand the portfolio of my company, Leader One Podcast Network. If you would like to have your own show, send me an email and we can talk about it. Aside from politics and religion, I'm open to just about any topic. If you are passionate, knowledgeable and articulate I want to talk to you you can contact me by email morgansvariety at gmail.com I hope to hear from you soon hey Morgan Rector here I'm just dropping a line to say thank you to all of my Patreon donors. Since I'm not a Joe Rogan or Mark Marin, podcasting is more or less a starving artist gig for guys like me. Patreon donations keep me from having to take a job that would take away from my ability to generate more Human Monsters content. The website URL for Patreon is www.patreon, that's spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash leader o-n-e leader one a way to make a one-time donation is to send it through paypal at morgan rector 331 rector spelled r-e-c-t-o-r at hotmail.com morgan rector 331 at hotmail.com you don't have to give a large amount of money if it isn't possible if a dollar a month or a dollar one time is the best you can pony up it would be gratefully accepted. I know how hard things are for everybody during COVID. Thank you for all the support you have given the show, whether it is through financial donations or simply by listening. I am grateful for all you have given to me and the program. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome everybody to the Confession Pulse podcast. My name is Morgan Rector. And I am Von Dark. And if this is your 
first time listening to the podcast, what we do is we take entries from a website, coldconfessionpost.com, where people confess to highly personal things anonymously. And what we do is we read them and give our own opinion, our own analysis on it, uh, sometimes to the point of giving advice. And, uh, you know, we digress too, but ultimately uh, leads to a lot of interesting discussion. So that's what we do. And uh, it is what uh, we do. <laughs> that's right. And normally the way we do it is I go first. But how about you go first this week? Uh, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Let me just open up my phone. Because uh, I screenshotted everything here. Um. <clears throat> Turn on. It turns me on to know I turn someone else on. Is that weird or is it some type of ego thing? I don't think so. It was a pretty natural thing, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, this this is like, I, I guess you would categorize this as semi-vanilla in terms of the things yeah. that we touch on. But yeah. uh, I I had to... I had to touch on it because, like, there's, I guess, like, there's a certain kind of crowd that they're, they're more about pleasing people than getting pleased. Yeah. It's usually because of low self-esteem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really sorry, that was such a great... <laughs> it's usually because of the low self-esteem. <laughs> well, I think I so. I love that. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, like, well, I mean, if you go to the other I think it extreme, comes from there, for sure. Well, it's like, I think someone who has a big ego probably might not do as much to please their partner. They may feel like they're there to serve them. Um, but someone who has a bad self-image, they might feel like, well, I maybe I'm not good-looking enough or not, not good enough in some other way. So I'll go out of my way to please them, and they'll never feel like I don't measure up you know what I mean like they may maybe they'll do tons of foreplay and you know because I know that's something that a lot of people size do when they have sex it's like they feel like they probably don't like my body so I'll compensate I'll like yeah I'll I'll distract them yeah you know? you know they'll be kicking their legs from all the oral or whatever it is and uh, that way they won't be able to concentrate on the way you look well, I mean, yeah, I guess that's like that could be part of it too, you know. I mean, um, I think so. from I think a so. woman's standpoint, I will say this: like, I guess, like, I don't, I don't know if I'm like old school or like, or I guess, like, it's just because of uh, <laughs> my 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 pride and ego because of my sun sign or whatever the fuck. But like, for real, like I like actually getting dressed up for my partners. Like I like, um, you know, making myself look really good. And yeah, that'd, that'd be exciting for them. And like, you know, putting on nice, like underwear and things like that. Like it's a little extra, but it makes me feel good. Yeah, and Leo's, I feel like Leos are theatrical. Yeah, know? well, it's semi. Like we like to be the center of attention, but like I'm not, I'm not one. Of, I don't feel like I'm one of those Leos, you know. Well, like you I, feel like you have to earn it, right? Is that the way? Yeah, I, I like, I like just, you know, 
coming across that naturally you know what i mean yeah well i mean it's kind of like how it's like if you look at the way that rock concerts evolved like in the 60s it was usually just the musicians standing on stage and there was no light show no smoke no effects and then in the 70s alice cooper came along and there was you know light shows yeah yeah right and that became the norm and people came to expect that sort of thing and they do make rock concerts more exciting and if you're going to do the sexual equivalent where you dress up or you i don't know bring some other element of of like kink or something then if you spice it up that would definitely make it more enjoyable whereas you know people who are so you know so so aggressively vanilla that they won't even engage in oral it's just man just intercourse there are i mean there are a lot of women who do that they won't yeah there's a lot of women out there that won't give head and it's like yo okay so like do you expect them to like go down on you though well no like it's like if you yeah if you expect them to go down on you but you're not gonna like suck a dick once in a while like (laughs) that's stupid (laughs) but i I gotta say in terms of dressing up though is there any way that a man can dress up to make him look better? Because most of the sexy girls... I don't know, they, you know? Like, yeah, there's <laughs> the a sexy, lot... Okay, yeah. so Wish has presented me with a lot of different male lingerie that I never even thought was possible. But it's, like, sissy boy type stuff, right? Like... <laughs> like, uh, you're, not, you're probably not into Speedos, right? Well, I mean... I can't say no, but I can't say yes. <laughs> the leopard print ones or the... Hey, man, like, if some guy, like, was, like, doing... Like, if he, like, did a striptease for me and ended it, like, in sort of, like, a comical way... Like, he's getting laid, man. He's getting laid. No matter what he's wearing. He could be wearing one of those ones where it's, like, the elephant head and your dick goes in the trunk of it and, like... You know what I mean? Like, those... <laughs> Those cheesy motherfuckers, I probably would still fuck him after because he, like, put in some effort, you know? like. <laughs> yeah, what about, and, uh, like, a silken robe, like a satin black robe or something or like that? maybe, like, a smoking jacket, you know? With the pipe, yeah. 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 Like, I mean, we we don't ever really think about what they did in like the 1940s and 50s and shit or whatever right like but they had something going on oh, like, <laughs> what's that oh, yeah you get married and then you find out how good it feels and i'm sure they didn't just have sex once for each child like a lot of people like to believe you know Mm-mm. people are more and com- i mean like the like the females hopped up on whatever drug to get it through the fucking day like <laughs> yeah yeah like, it's either diet, diet pills or like yeah. uh vicodin vicodin i think was a or something like vicodin do you like anyway a, do you like the glow in the dark condoms <laughs> uh i actually okay so on on that same topic i used to have a glow in the dark dildo and oh, it was yeah. like the first one that I ever got that you could suction to anything, mm-hmm. and it was like it was it was fucking it glow it glowed a lot like in the really? beginning, like doesn't last forever. But um, <laughs> there was a couple times we lost power. 
and like apparently like the dildo was actually like it it had enough like light in it where we like had to use it really sort of as like almost like a glow stick you know like wow. that's powerful man so like you it could was have- good it was a good dildo i called him harvey wallbanger could you have read, could you have read by that light was it that bright no no you can't read with that no 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 but you can see like your way through things <laughs> like damn that's like powerful. A, like a Harry Potter one but a dick instead. <laughs> Be cool to admit, somehow make like maybe glow in the dark sheets like. But then again, that that right? rubber. I don't know. Maybe that wouldn't. Be oh weird. no, they would smell weird. Yeah, I think they would smell weird. Or feel weird too, actually. Yeah, yeah, they'd probably be a different texture. <laughs> yeah. So like, I got like glow in the dark uh, nail polish. Oh, that's and, cool. And uh, yeah, you can get that at Hot Topic. It's pretty. Oh, that's wicked. Yeah. Yeah. So like that stuff. Once you put it on your nails, oh my god, it smelled weird. It was not a good smell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like. It must be a weird synthetic odor, right? Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta like, you gotta think like how much of that gold and dark stuff is like, is it really contained? Like, yeah. is it staying there? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> if they made glow in the dark underwear, I'm wondering if that would be bad for you to wear mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Well, maybe not for a short time, but I guess if you wear it all day long. Yeah, would, you wouldn't yeah, want to. Yeah, it might not mix so well with your natural <laughs> juices or whatever. The pH balance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, probably would. I don't know what it, that stuff is made of, but I guess, yeah, it wouldn't. Uh, yeah, it would not. Be against it. Not All right. So my first one is it's it's uh, it's not sexual and it could be a controversial issue. Ooh. Uh, OK. So here we goes. Uh, here we go. Blacks beat the shit out of a ginger. That's the title. Uh, oh. I try not to be racially prejudiced, but sometimes my patience is tried. I was drinking a beer with a black coworker when he told me a story that made me sick. A red-haired boy had just enrolled in a majority black school when they got on his white red-haired ass big time. He was at the top of the stairs when he was accosted by a group of blacks, and he tried to fight the whole mob. They beat the shit out of him and kicked him down the stairs. Apparently his hair color was his undoing. He had to get the... uh, I don't know what this word is. It begins with H. He had to get hell, I guess. He had to get the hell out of that school, and I don't know what became of him. My uncle married a Japanese woman, and their children were picked on by blacks until they were removed from that school, and the children's parents had to work two jobs each to put them through private school. These are ugly incidents, black folks. Any of you have an explanation? Well, I mean, my feeling, there's a lot of people who deny that People of color can be racist, but like when I was in everyone's high school, racist. Anybody oh, like, racist not not saying everyone like but is any, racist, but but white people don't have the the market on racism cornered, you know. Like one time in high school, like this black girl was saying racist things about Asians, and there were Asians in the room, and this Asian guy handled it really well. He told her off. And she threatened him, like, to get into a fight with him. But he said, I don't hit girls. Like, you yeah. know, he was, so he was right. He, you know, he told her off, and he, but he kept his dignity. But, she, yeah, she just had this this absurd entitlement, like, because she's black, it's okay for her to be racist. But it's not okay for anybody to be racist, especially no. the way that's violent, 
you know? Well, really, like, can anybody being racist is condoning racism, and we're trying to erase racism, right? We're trying to get rid of it. I don't think it's ever really going to happen. Like, I mean, I wish it would, honestly. Or we could just, like, you know, have a better fucking sense of, like, we all suck and laugh about it kind of thing, you know? Because yeah. we all do. Like, we all suck. We've all done shitty yeah. things. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, I yes, the white race has done the most. But, like, there's we've done a lot to ourselves. We've done a lot to, like, you know, it's kind of like, <laughs> I, I, I know this is going to be a controversial controversial statement, but, like, we always focus on these things that, like, happen to certain ethnicities, and we don't look at, like, all the history. We don't. We don't look at the whole thing, you know, like. Uh, when you look at, like, whatever happened over, like, in Scotland um, around Braveheart times, uh, yep. Nocta was a fucking a thing, right? They would go yeah. in and they would basically, like, if somebody was getting married, they'd have first rights to your, your wife because fuck your lineage, they're going to, like, breed the fuckers out. That was basically what they were trying to do. Yeah, genocide, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, they're doing it by, fuck, like, rape. They're oh, yeah. raping. You know, yeah. like, that's that's how they decided to do it. Like, and it's whites on whites. You know, like, everybody was fucking terrible to everybody. You oh, know? yeah. History is, is just a trail of blood. It's just... Horrific. It's you, you terrible, and it just keeps going yeah. though. Like the further back you go, the worse people are, and oh, all man. all races have done the thing where they invaded other countries and killed people and raped the women. They've all done. Genghis Khan. See, there's this funny thing people have been doing the Ancestry.com. Well, oh yeah, everybody's like, related to Genghis Khan. Yeah, because he he just every time he invaded another country, he'd like rape all these women. And so there are all uh, there are people in the world who like maybe look totally white. They might have a tiny bit of Mongolian in them, mm-hmm. just because he just you know he spread his seed pretty far and wide. Um, and then there's like the Sicilians. Is I mean this is I think this is you pretty almost, widely known. But you the more gotta applaud the man for that though. Well, like, that, it's quite an accomplishment. Yeah, it is. He fucked a lot. Well, it's funny. He I always think a lot. When I think of him. I always think of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh man! <laughs> takes, a, takes a bite of, out of like chicken and then like grabs a woman and starts making out with yeah. her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I rewatched all of those because that new one yeah. came out, and like, yeah, Was I forgot. Good? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. They did a good job. Like, it, it it's definitely like, um. It's a little, I mean, they're all kind of a little ridiculous in their own rights. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they did, like, to me, like, I felt like they did a really good job with the new Bill and Ted. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's their, like, their kids, but, like, they also go on their own thing. Basically, it's, like, almost like a therapy thing because they're, like, we still got to find, like, the song that's going to save the world. And they, like, they, like, 
go forward and forward and forward into time and like you know like keep talking to themselves like later (laughs) and it's it is really good it's done really well i i enjoyed it like and kid cuddy isn't it (laughs) is this in is that on netflix you know, I'm not sure I downloaded it. Like, <laughs> I probably shouldn't be saying that, like, in a podcast, but I download pretty much everything. I, I want it for myself, and I don't care about the, like, little emails that they give you. It's like, ah, you just downloaded this. Well, cool. I already have it. Thanks for the email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, my opinion about Keanu Reeves is that he was better. He was at his best in the late 80s, and uh, but... I don't know. He somehow he became kind of wooden in the nineties. John Wick, though. I haven't seen John Wick. I mean, but oh. you know what? I'm not putting him down as a human being. Yeah. He's actually a really great guy. Have you ever read about all these? He is a great guy. Stories? Like uh, the Matrix, he, um, you know, he was he was he got what they call points, which are profit shares from the movie's profits. And the mm. Matrix, of course, made a shitload of money, and he gave all of that money to the people who did the special effects because he felt like that they were responsible for the film's success, which is true. Oh, totally. Yeah. He made all those that, people. Like, that in. is the nicest thing ever. Like he is oh, yeah. a nice man. Yeah. He's a nice he, man. He's a stand up human being. And like he, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit, you know, he does yeah. and he doesn't because like, yeah, he's not like the best actor, but like he's got a fucking heart of gold. You oh, don't yeah, see yeah, he's not a covetous person. He doesn't have a desire to be a billionaire, and he uses no. So much- he just wants yeah. to live comfortably and nicely and whatever. But like, he also like legitimately wants to help people. Oh yeah, like I you think know? his sister had cancer or something like that, and he ended up uh, getting involved with causes that help people who've been through the same illness and stuff. And so yeah, he's really cool. Like he's a he's a good dude. That like that guy, honestly. Like I, I wanted to not like him, like because <laughs> it was a a part like a part of my life where it's like, oh no, he's a crappy actor, whatever. But um, I think it was probably after John Wick. That's when I changed my mind, and then I started reading a bunch of stuff and like seeing a bunch of stuff online like where he's like you know this is what he's done and he's like whatever he's just been like such a fucking good human like (laughs) i feel like if there's any performance of his that maybe deserved at least an oscar nomination it was parenthood did you ever see that movie what's that parenthood did you ever see that movie parenthood it came out in 89 maybe you were yeah, you would have been too not too young to see it at the time. No, I think yeah. I seen it. Yeah, he is so good in that movie. Like he was he was still pretty young and he just like it's hard to explain. He just nailed it so well, like in terms of Is that just, the one with uh Steve uh Well it was Steve Martin, yeah. It yeah, was a, Steve Martin. Yeah, it was an ensemble movie. Yeah. Yeah. And Steve Martin was kind of the star, but There's yeah. like Parenthood, just, Parenthood too. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. one of my favorite oh. movies. I think that's the one where it's like that chick, that the little like the little girl, and she's waving the brush, and like that's where like that came from. It was just like she's like and she's waving this brush around, and I think she was like in the first one, but like, um, 
waving the brush. I'm, I'm, maybe. Oh no, no, no. Maybe not. Me. Like it's. It was. It was a gif and like a meme and stuff like that. It was like this little girl and she's just like she's got this like face on her. She's like gritting her teeth and she's like and she's like she was waving a brush around, but. Mm. Uh, it could have been Parenthood. It could have been another fucking Steve Martin movie that I'm. Yeah, it was likely yeah. another one. Yeah, maybe maybe the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's your next confession? Oh, okay. So um, it's another quick short one, but like we can talk a lot about it because okay. well, <laughs> yep. Tommy says, "I love dressing up in panties and lingerie." And no. that's it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's so not. So we've touched on this before where, like, we've said, like, you know, some of the materials and things that, like, we've got, like, women have for a lingerie, it actually is quite nice. Like, it feels very good. Yeah, they use and, the finest fabrics, satin. And the and finest. <laughs> yeah, they go out of their way to really, like, bring an artistic touch to it you know to, to really the finest men, silks <laughs> yeah, men's underwear it's just it's briefs it's boxer shorts or boxer <laughs> briefs and and uh just got a fucking flap in the in the front and that's it <laughs> you know i mean sometimes well, you, you got sacks too sacks yeah, are apparently just, great yeah the sacks that's a new thing right that's kind of a recent mm. i've never worn them myself but uh apparently yeah. it's life-changing Really? I know a few guys. Yeah, I know a few guys. It's like they're like it's like an angel is cradling your ball. Like <laughs> straight up, like that's how they describe it. And like one of them even said it was like it's like Jeeves. <laughs> Jeeves is <Yeah>. fucking <laughs> butler is holding your balls all the time. I'm like that doesn't sound very great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you're not into like if you're into that, that's cool, but like if you're not into a butler, like, holding your fucking balls all the time. <laughs> I like the angel one <laughs> a little yeah, bit yeah. more. Nice description, yeah. They should make the commercial like that. I know, right? Like, basically use, like, the, the uh, what is it, the Philadelphia cream cheese angel. Oh, yeah. Thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe a thing where, like, a guy, like, pulls out his, his underwear and, like, you see, a, like, a golden light come out and an angel flies out. Mm-hmm. Or flies in. Maybe that's the way it should go. Yeah, angel flies in. Fly in. Underwear, yeah. <laughs> and then go like, well, okay, it's not quite that nice, but uh, along the long, long <laughs> uh, Oh, what do you think about what do you think about uh, thongs on men? Thongs. See, like, I feel like you guys aren't prepared for, like, what thongs really mean. Like, they're definitely more of, like, a, you know, you you wear them, I guess, for short periods of time. For you guys. Yeah. But, like, for us, like, <laughs> sometimes we have to because it's, like, our pants are too tight. And you don't want to see a panty line. Jesus. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. our, like our fashion standards are so fucked up like i'm telling you it's like you can't wear a certain wear a pair of pants without the cert like the certain underwear to go with it you know you have to have like the seamless underwear which you can get like it looks like you you're not wearing any 
and you you you're kind of like you're you could be wearing like boy brief kind of style ones, or you wear a thong because you don't want to fucking have like panty lines distorting the shape of your actual butt, and it does happen. Yeah, like in seventies porn where like they're, they're most of them most of their body is tan, but their ass is soda cracker white and oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bothers me. Like I've seen that a lot in porn. It's not just in seventies porn, but yeah, mainly like or you know earlier porns. It's like yo, you you like you're not making enough money where you can't have a place where you like can be outside naked. Like <laughs> yeah, you got to pay those tanning salons because otherwise I mean, you could be naked in those. Like yeah, you get yeah, the whole yeah. booth to yourself, like unless you're yeah, sharing exactly. a room, which is weird, but <laughs> it's, it's not exactly safe to sunbathe nude outside. Like a no, a, well, a I mean, you yeah. you can if you have the right property, but it's, it's still kind of. Eh. I mean, it's not really safe to do that in a tanning bed either, because like you never know if they got if they got new bulbs in there or not. Like that's what changes things. They got new bulbs. You're going to get fried in, like, oh, yeah, yeah. fucking 2.5 seconds. Like, I used to uh, I used to work at a place called Kara's, and it, like, it was a hair salon, aesthetics, and had tanning and what, whatever. So, like, we could, like, whoever worked there, we could just do whatever, do whatever we wanted, just as long as we signed out the thing. Like, so I started tanning there. And I loved it during the winter. It was, like, the bombest shit. Like, tanning in a tanning bed in the wintertime, like, it fixes those, like, winter blues. It really does. Because you're just like, oh, I'm on a beach. Like, mm, this is good. Like, I, like, there's so much warmth. You just, you literally, like, for, like, depending on, what kind of setting you have like usually be like about 20 minutes tops for me because like the place where I was going their their bulbs wasn't they weren't very strong so I would never really get like super fucking tanned from it but oh my god it was so good it was the best in the winter and like you didn't need like that much for layers and stuff because like if you use the right lotion because there's like stuff that heats up and tingles and whatever and you use the the heat up tingling stuff and you sit in there for 20 minutes you come out and you're like you're a little red (laughs) you're a little red but you're like fucking so warm like you could almost walk around the place like naked and be like fine you're not gonna want to do that because there's people around but it's so good like I remember that being, like, probably the pinnacle of, like, my winters. I was just like, oh, tanning bed in the winter, this is amazing. Like, like you don't feel the winter depression half as bad. But when you, you go outside and it's cold, like... W- it's kind of a little weird, yeah. but it's good. Like, you're still really warm. You like, see steam <laughs> coming off of your face or anything like probably, that? Probably, yeah. Like, I... I you can't see yourself, to be honest. Yeah, but, but I would imagine I had a lot of that going on. Oh, no doubt, yeah. Man, it was good, though. Like, it was fucking... Like, you need that, you know? Like, you don't realize... There, like, there's a lot of 
pros and cons to that shit. Like the cons of having and being in a tanning bed a lot is skin cancer and looking like a leather bag. So you don't want to do it often, but I highly recommend it in the wintertime. It's so good. Yeah. It's fucking everything. Yeah. You got to be careful because otherwise it'll be like those like middle-aged women where they're dying their hair blonde, but they got like two two inch black roots with like bright blonde peroxide hair and they got brown tan it just looks like shit you know looks fake it looks like shit and they also are like wrinkly as all fuck (laughs) look anything you do to try to look younger is only going to show up so blatantly that everyone knows it's fake so i don't see the point in doing it you know yeah the biggest mistake i feel people are like people do is dyeing their hair blonde like it, it it does it does make you look young but if you are naturally really dark and you have to like you have to lift that out like yeah and go like to just to get to blonde like light hair blonde hair shows damage way way easier than dark hair it's just the way the light reflects on stuff that's something that I learned in in uh, hair school so yeah um inadvertently like if you're not taking care of that blonde hair you're not doing it right you're gonna look like shit anyway because your hair is like falling apart and like and it does not whatever. work a dark complexion at all it does no it or red hair red hair yeah, is another true. one yeah yeah like, that i've seen some some bad skin tones try to pull red hair off and it's like oh, no 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 uh, (laughs) it's not right (laughs) my next one uh has actually triggered this fascination i've had for a long time and and i think you know fortunately you're a woman and i can ask you this so it's a short one it goes so the title is love hate i just realized i hate my boyfriend as much as i love him i'm not sure if that's normal and i've been wondering for a long time if women struggle a lot with contradictory feelings, like they love and hate someone, does, is that it? Do you feel that way a lot? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, and it's strictly individual, but yes. Yeah. And it does it, um, it comes up with both like romantic relationships and friendships too. Is that the way it is? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. So like, that's an interesting question, like, the, like setting it apart. Okay. So like, I find it more so with romantic stuff because you have, like, the added element of, like, sexual stuff, right? So, like, if they're pissing you off, you don't want to fuck them at all. Like, you're just like, fuck off. Like, just go do something. Just stop bothering me. Go do go do something. Do something. Just well, do you, like, But do you do the thing where you refuse to tell them what's pissed you off? Uh, no. I mean, I'll, like, if I don't know... I'll straight up say, like, look, I'm trying to figure it out. I can't remember. I can't, like, fully pinpoint it. Maybe I'm just being cranky. You know, like, I'll fully try to communicate. Like, because, I mean, I don't... I always think about it this way. It's like, if I am in their shoes, or um, if I was in their shoes, what would I, like, need to just calm down for a bit? right and it's just the validation that it's not you or like the validation that you know the person's going through something and they just need to sort it out 
you know, like yeah. that, that works for me. It's like, okay, cool. I can give you your space. I'm all good with that because like I need my space when it comes to some shit and that's fine. But if they don't like, if somebody doesn't outright say something like, look, this is like making me not, it's making me irritated or like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. You know, um, at least you're conveying something instead of leaving the person in the dark. And that's like, that's better than like, I mean, I I personally prefer the communication part. You know, it's like, even if it's going to hurt for a second, I would rather them tell me than to sit and like build my own thoughts by myself. Well, you can only get rid of a tumor by extracting it right so yeah i mean like yeah you kind of almost have to approach it medically you know like you're not going to resolve something unless you confront it so um yeah i mean and like i want to say like naturally a lot of people go through this process because like it is a struggle to be in a partnership with somebody because we're all led to believe things are going to be fine you're going to get along with your soulmate. Things are going to be fucking like a Disney movie or whatever, you know? And it's not like that. No one tells you that the person that you love is also going to have some things that's going to piss you off. Yeah, or hurt And you. you have to be mentally prepared to be like, okay, I can deal with that because they're like, they're dealing with this bullshit from me. You know, like... I think it's kind of like pompous, like sometimes for people to come from that that area of like, well, my partners, blah, blah, blah. like they'd like piss on every single one of their exes, and they're like, yeah, you know, like there's there's actually nothing really wrong with them. It's the person's expectations. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, like because sometimes the expectations are like a little unrealistic. Because, I mean, really, like, were you even brought up on some fucking stupid fucking fairy tale bullshit all our lives? So, like, that kind of permeates into, like, our ideals in terms of, like, going, okay, like, this is what I want as a partner. This is what I expect as a partner because, like, fucking Ariel and Cinderella and fucking, you know, like, all these, these like Disney princesses, like they found their prince charming, and Prince Charming was fucking charming. There's like literally nothing wrong with him except he has a little bit of a wandering eye, you know. <laughs> he was charming, but on the other hand, he, a lot of other women found him charming, and that could be pro- come problematic down the road. Yeah, well, I mean, like. Is it like they only give you like a little bit of the story and like half the oh actually the the problem the real problem is that um all these Disney fucking movies that we were all raised on to give us these like stupid ideals about like what it's like to find our soulmates or Prince Charming whatever all of these things were based off of another fucking fairy tale with no happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. True. You know, like, Disney just fucking frou-froued it up so that everybody can be happy. <laughs> but yeah. in, in reality, let's, like, I'll touch on Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid fucking ends up being fucking, uh, what is it? 
She is seafoam. She actually, like, she let the fucking sea witch marry the man, and she went and fucking killed herself, basically, and turned into seafoam. So yeah, that's yeah. The, like that's the real story. So it's like, you know, the, we're we're kind of like we are built into this weird ass society where we have like these like things that we expect from people. And I feel it's really unfair. You know, well, I mean, people do feel like you're incomplete without a significant other. And I don't I don't fight that completely. You know, like no. I. I do entertain that a bit because it's like you do need you do you do need help in places, but like or yeah, you know, like you you need to find that person that is you know complimentary in that factor. If you yeah. have somebody who's not like helping at all, like don't fucking that's not it's not going anywhere, you know, like um. You know, there's a lot of people that stay with people who, like, are, like, deadbeat types because there's, like, a hope there. And, like, honestly, if they haven't done it already, then they're not going to do it. You know, like, they're not going to do it for you and they're, like, because they haven't done it for themselves. (laughs) Yeah, and I mentioned uh, friendships earlier. See, there's this behavior I've noticed in a lot of women where they just... They seem to be perennially frustrated with their their friends, their girlfriends, where it's like they'll just go into an hour-long monologue about she's ir- her kids are spoiled, she's irresponsible with money, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And and at the end, it's like, don't get me wrong, I love her to death. It's just blah, 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 blah. And oh, just, yeah, no, they just have to vent. You know, yeah, all like, your, friends, your friends are tearing you a new one behind your back, and yet like, – you're still and people are, are inherently like fucking opinionated about shit you know it's like they always think they can do better but do they yeah you know like they haven't really i'm sure like most of these people that like complain about these other people they're pretty much in the same ass boat or they're jealous of like the fact that you know this other person has something they don't have you know like maybe kids or a house or like a fucking car or like whatever so they have to shit on them for some sort of reason just to make themselves feel better insecure narcissistic yeah yeah yeah, man there's so much psychology that comes into this fucking like shit talking shit that i love i love it i do i love it i do and then there's analyzing this shit because like (laughs) it's aha moments for myself because like Sometimes it's just like it takes a little like a couple key words and you're like, oh, shit, that really connects. Like, wow. That's well, yeah. probably why they do that, you know, and, like and, and I mean, yeah. th- think about us in like preschool and stuff when we like used to tease people because we liked them. Yeah, you know? true, I yeah. think it like works both ways. And then there's another thing with the workplace where like a woman will tell somebody a friend or boyfriend whatever about some woman who she works with who's just making her life a hell on earth she's a huge bitch and she's just and then and then maybe she takes you to the office christmas party and that same person comes along and they're greeting each other hi how are you kissing each other in the cheek and you're like 
is this the same person you told me is destroying your life and it's just yeah yeah it's just like my mother giant fucking chess game i'm telling (laughs) you like when it comes to women and shit it's fucking complicated because like okay so um (laughs) this like kind of reminds me a little bit of a comedian and like this this guy like he's gonna like this will be a little bit of controversy because he went through some stuff, but Louis C.K. Oh, big fan. Yeah. I love him, too. <laughs> Even though, like, he went through some shit, I still love him. Um, yeah. He was talking about the difference between boys and girls as kids, right? Yeah. And, like, he's like, and, like a boy will go up and just wreck your day, right? Like, a girl will come up and, like, fucking wreck your life, you know? Like, <laughs> in your heart. So, like, his examples were, like, he's, like, I he had, like, you know, a mom over with, a, with her kid and whatever. And, like, the boy literally just ran up and threw fucking a fistful of fucking sand in her drink. Like, just, like, fucked right up. Like, and, and then he's talking about his two girls. And he says... Yeah, um, one of my girls, like, they broke the head off of this doll, and because, like, that, like, it was so, like, it was such a big thing for this one kid, the one kid that the dolls, like, anyway, her doll got fucked up, he's like, she tried to convince me to break the other one's doll <laughs> and i almost did it <laughs> he's like and i almost did it i think he did do it didn't he yeah something like that yeah and it was just like <laughs> yeah women this use- is the pinnacle of like what we all go through it's it's hard being a female like i know guys like they're just like oh my god like females like you get laid all the time blah 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 but yeah like we can we can totally do that there's a price but to- it's like we deal with so much other shit and like we have to like play like because we're already like lower on the scale of things we we already like we're born into being a female so we're like all right we gotta work really hard here that's i think why we get into the whole manipulation thing <laughs> it's like we're gonna we're gonna choose not actual violence but like psychological warfare and we're gonna win. <laughs> well, my it's mother. Shitty, but my mother was true. once a hairdresser, and uh, she worked at this one salon where they were all women, and like she had to leave because of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so toxic, just women hating each other, and because oh ultimately, because the way it worked, well, working in a hair salon is a little bit like being a stripper, and that it's yeah. Uh, you're you're paying to work there and you're kind of competing with everyone and yeah so, so the, the other hairdresser may get more appointments because they know more people and so yeah it's i get it's kind of a snake pit you're kind of it's just every woman for herself and it just yeah. gets really ugly you know it's true it's true and like uh, i guess that's probably why i ended up in the tattoo industry is because it's like oh good like i can just fucking breathe like because <laughs> uh, yeah. i've always hung out with guys all my life and and it was just like drama. Yeah. oh my god but i mean at the same time like it's different drama it is it's, it's friend zone it drama. is less drama but there's still drama 
but it's it's different. It's way better than fucking dealing with like fucking girl drama. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what's your next confession? All right. One second. Uh, all right. <clears throat> I always give a cigarette to my daughter when she is upset. I'm a heavy smoker mother, so I know cigarettes can relax me. When my daughter was eight years old and got a bad grade at school, I gave her a cigarette instead of shouting. She was very surprised because I, I always... I was always smoking in the house, but never allowed her to suck into my cigarettes. Mm. Suck into. <laughs> from then, from then on, however, I always allowed him. Okay, so it's a him. Or, is it a her or is it a him? Anyway, I always allowed him one cigarette when she was upset or she had a Stomachache. It was a little weird seeing my little child smoking while playing with her toys, but she liked it. So I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. I started smoking as a child, too, and I have no problem with my health. Now my daughter is 19 years old, and of course she is a really heavy smoker now. Smoked two, three packs a day. Maybe someone says I did it wrong, but I don't think so. Smoking has... Positive, positive effects too. Well, you know, okay. I'm, I'm not a parent, so maybe I have no business saying so. But as a parent, you have a right to be a hypocrite. You have the right to to uh, allow a certain amount of unfairness. Your kids don't get to smoke cigarettes. They don't get to drink alcohol. There's no. a whole ton of shit that they don't get to do. Not until uh, they're like actually old enough to like know what the fuck is the consequences. Yeah, I think maybe there's too many parents these days who want things to be fair, but, you know, life isn't fair at all, and that that includes when you're a child. So there's just shit that they don't – and maybe maybe you're just postponing the inevitable, but if you're – but letting them smoke as children, then they're just going to end up even more unhealthy in the long run. So Yeah, no, it's not – it's not good. Like, I mean, I have actually, like – my parents don't really like the fact that I smoke because um, at the moment I'm here under their roof and they see how much I smoke. Um, and to boot, I'm smoking these like cigar type fucking smoke things. Are they kind of like colds? <clears throat> no, um, they're a little bit better. They're like cigarellos. Oh, yeah. It's still like a cig- like it's a cigarette, but like it doesn't taste like one. It's like more like it tastes like a cigar. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So they're not keen on it. They don't really like that so much. Um. Well, how much? Ma- how many? Uh. How many lighters do you go through a day? Not just kidding. Uh. Uh. Not many a day. <laughs> it's more or less like a week, I guess. Yeah. But. That's a- Bill Hicks joke, yeah, I'm a heavy smoker. I go through two lighters a day now. Yeah. Oh shit. Two li- <laughs> yeah, lighters. Yeah, that's that's definitely like 
that's up there. That's like that you're not even counting packs anymore, like because <laughs> yeah. you, know, you can't count packs. Like <laughs> yeah, at that point you've got the fucking yellow fingers. Well, you know you've got brown fingers. Like I have thing. one finger that legit has like a brown stain on the fucking fingernail. But like when I paint my nails, like it is definitely way more pronounced than when I don't. And it's it's like fucking disgusting. Now I'm like, ew, like it's is that they can't be the fucking. No, it's not terrible. Terrible <laughs> right now. You'd have to like press your nose. No, it's not bad. <laughs> so how, I'm wondering how long it takes for that to fade if someone quits smoking. Okay, so they did like a a study. It takes like um what was it like. Two, three weeks for the craving to subside. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean you're not going to want to have one after, like, that. You know, like, you might have, like, a surprise craving. And then um, it goes through all of your organs rebuilding themselves. It takes about a year of not smoking to get somewhere health-wise. One whole year. Um, and your your lungs will have rebuilt themselves. Um, I don't know the percentage, but they would have done some recovery. Um, and then there's other organs in your body that uh, that also would have uh, recovered a bit. But it takes a while because, I mean, honestly, when you think about it, there's uh, CP... C, like CPOD, mm-hmm. yeah, that that is a very real thing, and um, I've known people who have smoked like I mean I had a grandmother that smoked like a long time. I mean she quit when I was probably about ten or eleven or so, but I mean like she had like a lot of years before that, obviously where she smoked. And uh, she didn't die from it. She died from other injuries, like other stuff. And, I mean, there's a lot of older people that don't die from that stuff. But it's not to say that you're not going to die from that. No. Well, I mean, I'm not a smoker, but I don't want to be exposed to secondhand smoke. But at the same time, I feel like the laws are a little draconian. Like, I, I remember, like, when the government really started cracking down... For a while there, like a lot of businesses had a smoking room, like a bar would have a separate room and you go, you close the door and and you can smoke in there. And now they don't even have that. But I'm thinking that was that was fair. I thought that was a good compromise. Yeah. 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 But now it's just like you can't even stand within like nine feet of the door outside. And maybe, yeah, I mean, there's oh, man. Like, OK, so. I'm a little sad that I miss the generation of like smoking in the malls and things like that. You know, the office. Smoking in the fucking airplane and whatever. The tower ashtrays in the office and all that. Like, I'm. Uh, it sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. I. Okay. I got to experience though. Remember when like they like they still kept smoking in the bars? But yeah. they put, like, the ventilation systems in. Yeah, yeah. It so, lasted, like, what, two years tops? Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, 
fuck it. And, like, or just, you know how much, like, how much money those bars spent putting in fucking ventilation systems for something that didn't last that, like, long at all? Oh, my God. It kills me, like... I just, like, I think about that. I'm like, there's so many bars out here in Halifax that did that. And, like, some of them didn't even last a whole year. Because, like, they didn't get, like, the system in for, like, a while. So, like, and now you're still, like, you go, like, you're, you were comfortably smoking in the bar. Now you're outside freezing your fucking tits off. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I should probably give up smoking if I don't want to fucking be cold. <laughs> so, I, and two yeah. questions I've always had for smokers. Uh, why is it that you enjoy smoking after eating? And, and what, what is it about smoking after sex that makes it so enjoyable? Uh, it's just like, I don't know. I think it might be partly oral fixation. But it's mm. also just like a comfortable thing, too. Mm. You're just like, ah, like... Um, my mom used to smoke reading her morning paper and having a coffee. She used to get in the car and light up a smoke. She used to, like, it was almost like everything that she did, she was, like, smoking, you know? Um, it was almost like Tally, the way I think about it, like, Mm. (laughs) Tally from South Park is, like, Let's just get high first, you know. Like, so that, let's just that have urge, a smoke first, you so know. That like that's just it just that so like just the nicotine habit just kind of, I guess it just kind of blends in with oh, everything. Oh man, so you like nicotine is like nicotine's like fucking caffeine. Yeah, it's close to it, you know. It's like one of those little subdue. Like it's it's okay to have this habit, you know. Like. Same with fucking having a coffee. Having a coffee and a smoke. It's the hooker's breakfast. You know, like, <laughs> they, they call it the hooker's breakfast. <laughs> well, I read this. No, inter- coffee and two smokes. <laughs> yeah, I read this interesting essay. As a woman, she's a, she's a blue-collar gal. She's not doesn't have a post-secondary education. She works in the service industry doing something that she hates. Doesn't make much money. And she's just going through a routine and part of it was smoking where she said you know i go on my break in the afternoon and i smoke a cigarette and that keeps me going so i can get through the last couple of hours because she hates her job and i thought well that's i, I get it you know that sounds all right i mean Some i've people had people take up smoking because they don't get a sm- they don't get a break yeah that's which true. i think is fucking stupid you should get a break regardless you shouldn't have to fucking take up smoking just so you can have a fucking break or they or they take it up in grade nine when they see that the cool kids smoke and then that's a lot oh yeah (laughs) my (laughs) very first cigarette was a marlboro light and i it happened in germany and i was like 12 11 12 something like that you know, and it wasn't spectacular (laughs) american (laughs) cigarettes are really strong right oh man they, well, Marlboro Lights weren't bad. I oh. made a good choice, but it was still pretty harsh. I was like, "Yeah." Damn. Well, I, I first time I tried, I'm like, "Oh my god, that's that's hot." <laughs> you know what I mean? It, I don't know. For some reason, it didn't occur to me that smoke would be really hot. 
I know. Oh man, yeah. There's some surprising things about it. You know, I was like, whoa, like this is like, this is really filling up my lungs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like when you inhale your first drag of it, you're like, oh, like. <laughs> Yeah, I remember, like, just, like, the whole, like, it's just, like, I could feel it. I could feel my lungs, you know? Yeah. It, like, my lungs, like, constricted around it almost. It was just, like, really weird. But then, like, that doesn't happen anymore after a while. You just <laughs> And then, like, they're, like, there's always the first smoke of the day where people get, like, headed and stuff. And they're, like, ooh, cheap high. I remember that in the high school. <laughs> oh yeah because you just went for like seven or eight hours without a smoke yeah oh yeah and like their first one and you're like ah, i'm gonna go see like fucking jim bob and whoever and we're gonna have a smoke and you're like Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> all right my next uh confession is entitled blonde girls and there's an explanation point with that um so i'm south american and I am not a racist, but I've always preferred blonde girls over other girls. The strange thing is that I don't get turned on by South American girls, my own race. Is that weird? When I talk to other people, they always say that South America has the most beautiful women girls in the world. I know that South American girls have the biggest heart than any other girls, even blondes. I guess that's the only good thing I like about them. But I still I want a blonde girl. They're sexier in my eyes. Well, I mean, I think, like... Everybody's got preferences. Yeah. That does seem to be a, th- a thing, though, among a lot of men of who are not white. Is there has, I guess maybe the media has a lot to do with it, like, really holding the blonde girl up as, like... The True. Epitome. Becky with the good hair, right? Yeah, the Barbie doll type, I think. So I've met, that's definitely had an influence on other countries and other cultures. Um, and, yeah, ultimately not always a positive influence... Um, I mean, I actually prefer brunettes to blondes. Me too. Well, I mean, I don't like, okay. Um, I do have, like, I I guess I have a preference, like, with the darker hair. Yeah. Like, when it comes to, like, male, female, I have a thing for darker hair. Mm -hmm. And it's probably because, like, I have, like, I'm a blonde hair, blue eyed chick. Like, naturally. I don't really like my natural fucking blonde hair. It sucks, and it's, like, really hard to fucking maintain if you want to have it nice. Black hair totally suits you, like in the uh, the Papo video. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Was that was that natural color, or were you wearing a wig? And no, that was that was my hair. Or, I mean, um, yeah, that's, yeah, that looks really good on you. That really suits I decided, I was just, like, I was done with the blonde. And then, you know what, like, that's, again, back to, the, like, the whole thing with the blonde hair. Like, blonde hair shows damage. So I was, like, fucking sick of my hair looking shitty on one side and good on the other. So, and I was, like, you know what, I pulled off black hair before. And this is semi-permanent. I can just bleach it out if I, like, if I'm not liking it. At least it's not the fucking box dye shit. So, anyway, like, I did that, and, like, I oh, I had moments where it was just like, oh, man, I gotta, like, redo my makeup and my wardrobe just so that everything fucking suits itself. But um, I personally like it. Like, it's a lot, low, lot more low-maintenance. And... Um, if you know how to play makeup right, you can make your eyes pop, you know? 
Oh yeah, with like black and, eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, my dad was was saying he's like, you know, like he's talking about his preference. He's like, I don't really like blondes. Like, I mean, they're they're cute, but like, I prefer darker haired women. You know, like he was talking about Abba, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was talking about Abba, and, like, everybody loved the blonde chick. He's like, I like the other one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get it. And I was like, you know what? I, I feel you. I do. Because, like, honestly, it's like that whole Betty and Veronica di- dynamic. Yeah, exactly. I love the Betty and Veronica dynamic. Because, like, yeah, Betty's cute, innocent, but Veronica's, like, fucking sassy, and she's got, like, I don't know. She's got something. You know, I like, like the, I, prefer, I prefer Betty's personality, but yeah, I like the way Veronica. I like I do like Betty's personality because she's a lot nicer. Yeah. You know, like Veronica's when you when you're talking about the comics and stuff, right? Yeah. But like, say uh, Riverdale, a show, they like kind of play them a little bit better. You know, like they they make them a little edgier. Yeah. Um, uh, like Betty. She gets a little fucking weird. I don't know if you've watched Riverdale, but like, is it like, is it like, I never had. It's like a paranormal show. Is no, it? River. Well, Riverdale is a play on Archie and yeah, you know, all that. Yeah, but it's a darker version. It's like a like a whodunit murder series, sort oh, of okay. whodunit murder series, sort of teen oriented, but. Kind of not. Like, there's some really, like, good kind of dark aspects about it. Like, I, I watched, like, the first full season, and I liked it a lot. Um, I just didn't get a chance to um, watch the rest because Sabrina came out, and I needed to watch it. So, <laughs> did you watch Sabrina? I never did. No, I never Ah, okay. So, like, definitely check those out. But, like, do it... When you have some free time, like definitely donate your time to like things that you love more, but check it out because like you actually might kind of like dig like sort of the dark aspects of things. Oh, and fucking. In, OK, you're you're familiar with the comics, though, right? Like the Archie comics. Oh, yeah, that was the con. Yeah, I read them when I was a kid for years. OK, so they make uh, Mrs. Wood. uh is this Grundy? Grundy! They make her hot as fuck. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. And her and Archie. I'm telling you. Oh. Really? But it's kind of a. Yes, watch the show. I'm just like, Jesus, fuck! Mrs. Grundy, eh? All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, and one thing I always thought, too, was. um. It gets so- fucking, like, scandalous. So whenever Moose wasn't around, his girlfriend Midge would start fucking around with Reggie, and Moose would get angry. But it's like, have you ever thought about confronting Midge? He's like asking her, like, I go away for like two hours, and you're fucking Reggie. Like, could you? Yeah, you like know, what the fuck? Bill, you know? Yeah. Like, excuse me. Yeah. Like you're just waiting, right? Like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, one look I really am a big fan of is like. A jet black hair with like the Betty Page skin. kind of deal, right? Yeah, kind of, or like a bob with but like really white skin, you know, like a yeah. vampire almost that kind of look. Yeah, I like that. Uh, okay. Um, Zoolander, Katinka. 
I saw the movie. I don't remember it that well, though. Okay, so, like, it's, like, the counterpart to uh, Will Ferrell's, like, it's actually Mila Jovovich. She looks great, like, <laughs> yeah, with yeah. a black bob, and, like, she fucking, like, she kills it. She's, like, perfect for that. Like, I was yeah, just, like... I can see that, yeah. Like, I always thought yeah. Uma Thurman looked better with that Pulp Fiction. Oh, yes! Totally! I should have fucking thought of that, too. Like, Uma, not, definitely. Not that she looks bad as a blonde, but it's, like... I no, know, but... It's just... Yeah, it's like, that was the perfect hairdo, but ultimately, I don't know, I guess she doesn't want people to just think she's Mia Wallace for the rest of her life. Mm. So, well, I mean, Mia Wallace is kind of like a not-so-reputable uh, kind of person. No. <laughs> into the drugs. Oh, and, like, fucking, did you see, like, they're coming out with that, like, that last installment of Kill Bill? They're they're doing it for sure. Yeah, like there's uh they have Zendaya somebody as like oh the little um, girl as like yeah the little girl. Oh that, yeah, like yeah, I know. I was like oh, <laughs> I'm so stoked. I'm so like we should probably do a like a a movie podcast thing and yeah. have like buddy from fucking the trailer park one. Like we can we can do a, a three person one where we geek out on movies and shit. <laughs> well, I do have an idea for the next Papo where we talk about like movies we consider to be overrated. We did the underrated. Overrated, yes. Okay, so I yeah. wanna okay. Quickly on that Avatar. I liked it, but I, I agree with I you. I liked that. it but overrated. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't buy the way I judge movies is would I buy the DVD and watch it again? And I would say I enjoyed the film. I saw it in the theater in 3D, which was amazing. But to watch it again and again, no. But yeah, I admire the craftsmanship. It was really well done. But uh, I just don't, you know, I just don't feel an urge to see it again. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like there's like, I mean, I can appreciate stuff, but like there's so much shit in that movie that like I can't like I can't get past it's like this is like that's not that's you didn't like reach far to like find the fucking you didn't unobtainium motherfucker unobtainium like that really you're gonna call it unobtainium because you can't obtain it because it's on another planet that's that's what you're going with like Oh, and I'm a huge so Star, and I'm a huge Star <laughs> Wars fan. So like, after having watched all the Star Wars movies, it's hard to impress me in terms of. Science. Oh, I love Star Wars. Yeah. Like the okay, I'm always like the first three, like not the like, not the first first three, like the like four, prequels. five, six. Yeah. Four, well, five, I, six, always. I like the prequels. Like they are spotty, but there are some scenes I really like. The Disney ones. Um. They have some good scenes, but there's also some stuff that annoys me about them. Yes. But, yes. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I think you would enjoy Red Letter Media because, like, this dude, he's actually, like, he's pretty good at, like, fucking, like, at getting into, like, reviewing stuff. And he will pick stuff apart. Like, some of these things are, like, seven parts where he picks apart just one movie. It's seven fucking parts. Like, he gets into it. Gets into it. But oh, it's, yeah. like, there's some comical shit. 
I'll have to send you the link, but like, I think you'd appreciate it. He does like, he does some good shit. Like, he really makes fun of the first three, but he also like, he, he kind of makes fun of like the characters, like in a way too, like where it's like, you know, really like, that's what, like, that's what he says. This is his only line, blah, blah, like, blah, blah, like he just like fucking rips it, rips the first three. Like, cause he, he's a Star Wars fan, right? Like, and he's actually like, I guess trained to like, um, uh, do reviews and stuff like that. Like he, he knows like he's actually like good at it, but he adds like a comic flair to it. Right. Just to kind of break it, break it up. Cause he goes on forever. Like the, he kind of has to, <laughs> but red letter media, I'm telling you. Like, not only does he rip out fucking um, Star, like, the first three Star Wars, because he, like, really tears on fucking Jar Jar Binks, but, like, um, he he does a review for Baby's Day Out. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's an easy target. I know. It's like, he does other reviews, and they're just, like, some of them, you're like, oh, my God, like, I have to watch this, because, like. Well, one character I hate more than Jar Jar Binks is the Chris Tucker character in The Fifth Element. I fucking hate Oh, him. man. It's like he fucking nails on the proverbial chalkboard. Oh, man. He fucking... God. Oh, man. Yeah. That, that is just... I The character was totally unnecessary, did not need to be there. I don't know what he contributed to the plot. Had an annoying voice. Oh, uh, man. The hair. I just... And there are... They're talking about all these women who are in love with them, like really I know, uh, whatever. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I had I had issues with that like the first few times, but then I started like I don't know half loving him because it was only like a couple, it was a couple parts that like he fucking like he did something funny and it was great, but like um yeah no like Fifth Element holds a holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> it's one of those big 90s movies well know? Mila Jovovich man like she fucking killed it for a, like a hot minute yeah she and she did. did a really good job of playing this person who basically wasn't even really a human being so mm. that, she did that well mm-hmm. alright so what's uh, I think you're up next what's your next yeah, what is my next one uh, 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 what is my next one? No. Um. Okay. <clears throat> this isn't sexual, so I'm just going to clarify. Okay. Need, <laughs> need investment. Really want to start a YouTube channel about fixing makeup product, but I need a small investment as makeup mold are really expensive and my family members aren't that supportive being a girl child is hard so the way it sounds is that maybe she's in an epic family and um it is very hard to be a girl child um does she mean that she wants to actually create her very own makeup line is that what it is um I would say so. 
Because I don't know what... Uh, it sounds like fixing makeup products, but, like, I don't think that is a lucrative thing. You mean, um, like, taking, like, a MAC lipstick and finding a way to improve it? Or... I wouldn't say, like, taking a MAC. Like, I would say failed, more failed products. Oh, because that might even. get you sued, though. I mean... I mean, it could. Yeah. Um, The way it reads, it's hard to kind of tell what they're what they're saying, but... They say they want to have a YouTube channel about fixing makeup product, but maybe making makeup product is now. Now, if you buy like the cheapest makeup in the store, it, does it end up being bad quality makeup? Like, what's the difference between the expensive stuff and the cheap stuff? Um, longevity coverage, like, there's, like, there's a few things, like, um, sometimes you can luck out and find a decent brand that's, like, pretty, pretty cheap, but you have to, like, luck out to, like, find that and, like, go, like, basically go by word of mouth, I would say, because... There's no way of really knowing until you, like, go and buy the product and you've just wasted money on it, you know? Have you ever um, saved money by going to Sephora and gotten them to, like, demonstrate something on you? Like, Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Actually, like, I am, I've been a member of Sephora for years and I still have not gotten my free makeup, wow. free makeup over with them because, like... <laughs> What my deal is, is, like, I want to find a drag queen that's working, and I want them to really, like, work some serious magic on me, because whoever else is fucking doing their thing, they're just, like, gonna fucking give me the free fucking, here you go, you know, like, it, it doesn't have any, they're not gonna put, like, a crazy amount of awesomeness into it. That's what I feel. Yeah. Like I, I don't feel like they're really gonna like give her. But if I like find myself a drag queen that's working there, they'll be like, oh girl, you know, like I'll t- I'll tell them. I was like, give me a full drag face. I don't care. Like I want you to fucking showcase your stuff, take pictures, put it on Instagram, do all that. Cause like they like I feel they'd be more excited. But, but a lot they, of these other, you know, they're, people. They're not, I, yeah, they're not. They're all about like mainstream makeup choices, right? Like the yeah. kind, of stuff, kind of stuff you do when you model. They wouldn't do that. Well, I mean, it's I do like semi mainstream, semi not. Like it just it depends. Like, um, really, like it's just applying a lot more eyeliner or like, you know, um. <laughs> my non-mainstream stuff would be like the bloody crap you know yeah yeah well i mean but, I, was, uh, I was just thinking we i mean we we're talking about glow in the dark stuff earlier yeah glow dark lipstick that would be hot that would be really mm. hope i mean i don't know what, that actually how it would, would be taste. Really yeah that would be i don't know about like taste yeah taste would be taste and smell it's right under your nose yeah right so i don't know <laughs> It really uh, depends. Well, going from that to um, this other account dealing with superficial issues, this one's actually pretty sad. Um, affects an 11-year-old. The title is Fat and Ugly 11-Year-Old, A Flaw of This Aww. Earth. 
I wish I was beautiful and skinny. My weight is considered a joke. My friends all say that they wish they were as skinny as me, but I know you are lying. Can't even sympathize correctly. I'm afraid of being judged, that they will see my flaws. They say flaws are good, but I tend to disagree. My being fat is a flaw. My cracked lips are a flaw. I myself am a flaw of this earth. But what can an 11-year-old do? That's not even half of it. So, um, yeah. They're, they're of, like so early in their life. There's so much they can do right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, like that's the thing. Like, I know, like, when you're like, when you get to that age, your hormones change and you're just like, oh my God, like, I can't believe that I can't believe this earth. I can't believe the, the body I was put in. I can't believe all these things. They like, you just like get so pissed. Yeah. But, all that changes later on because, like, you realize as you go on through life that everybody else has the same insecurities as you do. And, like, it makes things a lot better. And, I mean, sure, like, for an 11-year-old, they still have, like, you know, elementary school, junior high, and high school to get through. But, like, through all of that, like, you're going to be changing. And, like, um, I mean, just to touch on one thing, the cracked lips is easy to change. Just get some yeah. chapstick. <laughs> like, get some chapstick. Get some... I used to have a really bad problem with chapped lips and, like, cracks in my feet and stuff and my hands. And I don't yeah. know why it went away, but. It's just um, dry skin, you know? Like, and sometimes it's, like, where you're living at. Sometimes the water is extra, like, fucking shitty. Yeah. You know, like. And that, like, fucks your shit up. It, it does. And it might have something to do as well as, like, where like where you're living, like, the apartment building or house. It could be that it has dry air or something like that. And then you go in and out of the cold and the heat. And I think maybe that kind of throws your body off balance. I'm not sure. but Oh, man. Yeah. Like, fluctuation in the um, in temperatures and all of that, like obviously like that will do it like if you like go from like say summer to like winter you know you're gonna see like a huge change because it's like your your body you're sweating a whole shit ton during summer but then like during winter you have like zero moisture so yeah you go christmas shopping you're walking through them all sweating and then you get outside and all of a sudden (laughs) it's freezing and yeah Okay. So what's your next confession? Oh, what is my next confession? (laughs) Last, actually. Um, Damn it. I had one. Um, Okay. Cat fights. Oh, interesting. I want to find out how to get into a real cat fight with other women. Not street fighting where people seriously beat the shit out of each other, but not some fake-ass fighting. But I do want it where clothes get torn or stretched out. I want an audience watching and yelling and betting on us, egging us on. I want there to be real punches, hard face laughs, titty twisting, knees to the tits, hair pulling, and fingers. What? I don't know what that's supposed to say. Hmm. Fingers. It starts with an F and a bunch of stars and 
with a bunch of stars. Uh, <laughs> like I actually don't know what that means. <laughs> um, but I don't know how to find this. I want real though. Well, you uh, know, real tough, strong, mean dyke types to be wrestling me roughly and hurting me. It could be fun and mud too, but not like some silly bar type thing. I want to be in a real ring fighting with real women and where regular men and some women come to watch two women wail into each other like they're fighting over a man. And the loser has her face pushed it into and held onto the visitor's crotch to fung, wait, to (laughs) tongue fuck her twat and puck her hole. Damn. The way that ended, I'm thinking that might not be a, a woman, but that's okay. Well, well, they, well I mean, I, I, what I'm thinking is find some, like, degenerate gamblers to, like, you know, find a place, a space for it, and just have it be, like, an, an underground fight club, and they can gamble on it. And there, <sighs> there must be girls out there who are hard up for cash and are willing to do it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you could always put a put an ad on Craigslist or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how this shit works anymore, to be honest. In terms of that, you know, like I, I swear it, I've heard about a female Fight Club before. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. It, I think it's happened. I mean, not nearly as often as men have done it, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> heard it. Yeah. So that would be sick. It'd be interesting. That would be sick. It's, that's a big turn on for men too, so men would be happy to watch. And, oh, totally! And, like, and you know what? Like something like that, you can only fans the shit out of it. Yeah, you yeah. Find yourself like a good fighting partner, and you just like fucking set up an account where it's just like strictly you, you guys fucking beating the crap out of each other, but like, kind of like, you know, sort of hot, sort of not, you know, because the way it sounds. Like, they want a real good fight, but they want a good happy ending, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, she wants to fight dirty, so that could be difficult to put into, like, uh, something like OnlyFans. They would probably not Well, you just do, like, snippets, right? And you do, like, a little snippet of, like, nothing, like, too dirty, but then you, like, you know, you open it up to, like, selling, yeah, uh, you know, better clips to other people. (laughs) The tongue fucking is a bit extreme. I don't think. I uh, know, like that yeah. part, like. <laughs> like you can watch like female boxing or female martial arts or um, uh, female wrestling, but yeah, they don't tolerate that kind of shit. Well, or, no. Yeah. Hair pulling. I don't that's think that's not that's part that. of MMA. <laughs> uh, no. So this, yeah, I think you would just have to do it underground. Everyone has to pay a fee again. You could probably make a lot of money. I think so. I think it's like there's some serious potential. Yeah. Like it like I mean you just have to like fucking find the right person to do it with you. And then you're fucking set. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. That's the only way to go about it, I guess. <laughs> so my last confession, I actually identify with this one a lot, because uh, I've had a similar experience. It can happen to both men and women. Uh, it's the title is Hate You. Uh, so basically, there's this guy. He recently got over a girl he's liked for a long time. 
We started talking a lot after he got over her. I was falling for him quickly. That's when I found out that the girl that he used to like is similar to me. Athletic, smart, even our writing is the same. I thought we could actually be great friends. He stopped talking to me today. One of my best friends told me that he's starting to talk to the girl again. Was I just a rebound for him? Just because I reminded him of her? I don't like being used. I don't know about you. I've I've been a rebound victim, and that is really yeah. shitty because you were you you have been used. You know, emotionally. Oh man. Used. I think yeah. I'm like currently like sort of a rebound person like at the moment. Like I don't know. Like it's just like I have like one person in my life. It's like they always seem to come back. You know. And like at at one like in one point like on one point of it like it's like oh it's like kind of endearing it's cool that like they're coming back to me but at the other point it's like it's kind of tiring you know it's like ah uh, like I do like this but it's like yeah, it's not going anywhere like <laughs> yeah probably the worst time to start dating someone is if they just broke up with someone because. They, yeah, they may just be using you because they're not ready to be single and they're not ready to to part ways with that kind of intimacy. And uh, their feelings for the other person are still lingering, even if it's tainted by anger. Nevertheless, the feelings are still there. So that's a dangerous time. So if you are dating them, it's probably a good idea. Take it really slow because they may decide to go back with them. Totally. You know, even sometimes we we root for people to break up so we can date. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, like our like, there's been so many times like my friends have been like, oh, I'm dating, blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, like that's cool, like I'm I'm happy that you're excited. Like I'm not trying to say like it's a bad idea, but it kind of is a bad idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because they're secretly. Having they're on a break whether they realize it or not. So yeah, I just like some people are just you know they don't really know like they're just like I don't know like naive about stuff and they're just like oh no 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 it'll work out different for me and it's like no dude like trust me like I've seen it work out like all of these ways and like for different people or like. The same way, basically, for different people. So, like, I don't understand how it's going to work out differently for you. Do you have a horseshoe up your ass? Like, what's the <laughs> deal? Tell me your secrets. Like, <laughs> well, my, like, fr- what you- <laughs> my first love was a rebound situation. So that was even worse. Because, oh. you know, when you first get your heart broken, like, you were not, you were not calculating or anything. Like, you're just totally... You dive into it head first because it's your first time and and it was a fucking rebound thing like two weeks later she dumped me so that was that was bad oh man two it's, weeks like that's shit that's like that's so rebound territory too like it's like god like if you just been outside the two-week territory i wouldn't be like yep yeah, that's you know like that's not a rebound or that's like you know actually a rebound because like when you fucking go two weeks you know like that's like 
about the time it takes for somebody to like kind of get over things but they can't be alone like that's like that's the deal right like I've noticed that through life I don't know about you but like through my dating uh not ex non-expertise through my dating non-expertise I have noticed that um there's like there's a pattern that everybody goes through you know there's a pattern you know like and um you know some people I allow like to just go through this pattern like you know what like whatever it's cool you gotta work things out like fucking I'm all good with it because right now I have the time for this. But, like, I'm not always going to have the time for this. You know, like, I'm uh, not going to wait forever for you to figure you out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's usually how it works. And, like, um, you know, when you, you know when you're a rebound, if, like, they're just, like, kind of, like, I don't know, it's, like, a quick in and out. You know, you're just, like. Yeah, it's a little pit ain't. stop, yeah, to make them. Yeah, feel, yeah, like, like it's, a, it's, like, a pit stop, and you don't, like, you don't really get much a, much else of their time either, you know? Oh, yeah, and uh, uh, and she ended up, like, and that their relationship was really dysfunctional. Eventually, they they broke up, broke it off for good. She doesn't yeah. even speak to him. She ended up marrying another guy. So it's like it what it didn't even pan out with him. So yeah, <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just like really like goddamn like, and I mean sometimes you wish he could just like show people. The red flags is like, look, this is this one red flag that I've seen. This is another red flag. This is another red flag. And I mean, these are the only ones that I've seen. I don't know what you've seen. Like, <laughs> well, it's happened to me more than once. And uh, yeah. so now, yeah, I'm much more wary. You know, there's that grace period where you got to be really careful. So. Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta be, like, actually, honestly, you gotta be careful with everybody now. Because there's a lot of people out there that have ulterior motives, and you don't know what they are. They're just like, oh, you know, like, maybe I'm bored, and I'm just gonna fuck you until I find somebody better. And all oh, that person was better, like, visually, but then, like, they weren't actually, like, better, like, personally. So here I am, back at you, like, talking about stuff and, like, wasting your yeah. time and blah, blah, blah. Like, the, the rebound stuff, I get it, but, like, you got to, like, at least pick somebody who's okay with being a rebound person. Not, like, somebody who doesn't know that they're the fucking rebound person. Well, you got to, yeah, you got to have a pretty low self-esteem in order to sign up for that. And well, I did. sometimes, like, sometimes you're just, like... Oh, like we hung out before and things were cool and I understand, like, just things were like good, you know. Like you just generally enjoy that person's company and you miss them, right? Yeah, yeah. But you don't realize that you're being the rebound person because, like, whatever. Oh, I, my mother once knew this woman who was dating a married guy, and it was the classic thing where he says he's gonna leave. He's going to leave the woman and, you know, someday, of course, it never happens. But anyway, oh, they, yeah. 
this is what a what a prick this guy was. Okay, this is, was his idea of taking her out on a date. So he takes her to McDonald's. So strike one, strike two. He bought one coffee for them to share. Like no. He wouldn't even spend five dollars on this woman. What the fuck? <laughs> a, a coffee for them to share. She didn't even get. Wouldn't even buy her her own coffee. Wouldn't spend oh five bucks. Oh god. That shit only costs like a buck twenty-five, like two dollars. Yeah, something like that. It's uh, I don't know. Unless she just... went to Starbucks, then like ten dollars, like <laughs> like two. I can't imagine the self-loathing that woman must have felt. Oh that, my that's god. Really bad. And he, and, he fucking... was... and I've seen the guy. I saw them once. You know, like uh, my mother and I were actually out by a McDonald's, and they came along and. And he and he wasn't anything to write home about. He was a piece of yeah, shit. Really, whatever. God. Yeah, man. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Like sometimes, like the entitlement on some people is like, bitch. Do you even have a mirror at home? Do you look at yourself today and go like, yeah, I'm totally worthy of a fucking solid gold telephone. I'm totally worthy of like a fucking like, you know, a uh, fucking. I don't know, like fuck, like Jesus, like some of the shit is like it, it's mind boggling. You're just like, dude, or woman, like <laughs> dude or woman, whichever. Like, have you looked in the mirror today? I don't know where this entitlement is coming from. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> but you know, ultimately, she was feeding him, feeding it. I mean, she should have, you know, the best thing for her to do was just to get out. Um, yeah. I guess he was stringing her along. Oh, man. Uh, they do, like... Yeah. That's one thing that I, like, totally give guys. Like, they they actually... Like, they're not manipulative like we are, but they know how to string things along. They know how to, like, drag stuff out. Yeah, I really And, like, cool. they might not, like, actually know, no. Like, they don't know, like, all the fucking, like, points and stuff, but they know... Because it's, like, passed down from male to male to male. But, like, yeah, just yeah. like that, um, the manipulative shit and, like, mother's guilt and things like that, that's all female shit. So, like, we have another side of it. And I'm not saying, like, neither one is good. But I do admire the fact that guys, they've gotten me a few times, you know, and I thought I was fucking smart. Well, I did. Sharon, Sharon Stone once said, Women can fake orgasms, but men can fake whole relationships. Have you yeah. got true? Yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I have. Like, that's actually a pretty semi-recent one to, like, kind of touch on. I um, I was really pissed off about a situation. Um, just because, like, the person and I, we hung out, like, a lot. Like, I thought we were actually getting, like, close as friends. Like, I didn't want to fucking catch feelings because, like, I'm not about that at this moment in time. Although I am privy to these things because, like, when you spend a lot of time with somebody, sometimes that does happen. But, um, I mean, from the get-go, people were, like, for some reason, people were saying, like, I was infatuated with this person. I was, like, in the whatever. And that wasn't the case. I was just, like, I thought they were cool and talked to, like, two people about it. 
And they, like, fucking blew my fucking shit up and made it seem like I was, like, obsessed or something. And then later on, after, like, this person and I got to know each other and, like, you know, we proved some of that shit wrong, um, other people fucking stepped in and said some shit. And I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck this person is. How do they know me? How do they even? I don't talk to them. And they're, like, saying some shit, like, you know, uh, it was it was weird. Like, it was almost like the, rela- like, it wasn't, like, a relationship. It was just, like, sort of, like, a, it was a very loose relationship. It wasn't a romantic relationship. It wasn't, like, being fucking, like, partners or no- nothing like that. But, like, the relationship was kind of, like, doomed from the start. And I hated that because it was, like, man, I have zero control because yeah. I'll... All these other people fucking said bullshit about everything. They're just blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, that's I don't even know you. I don't know who you are. What, it, like, I don't even know your name, let alone I've never met you. Like, I've never met you. How do? How are you talking about my shit? Was so, it really like, women? Yes. Yeah, maybe they Yeah, they were women. They were women, like... Two of them were, at least, and they're just like, it's like, okay, cool, buddy. Like, you know, I don't like, and a lot of them are younger. Yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. Like, obviously, you got a lot of growing up to do. I mean, I may not have kids like these other people do, but I don't need kids to know that I'm mature enough to say, like, you know, like, to speak the truth about somebody. You know, if somebody asks me about somebody and I don't know about them, I'm not going to make some shit up. i be like, I don't know. Like, they seem pretty cool, but don't quote me on that. Like, because <laughs> I've been wrong. I have been wrong. I've hooked people up. I've hooked a lot of people up successfully, but I've also unsuccessfully like, and the unsuccessful is, like, a lot lower scale than the successful part because I'm, and a lot of these people are, like, my ex-boyfriends, for fuck's sake. So I'm, like, my ex-boyfriend, I, you and, you and him would be good together. I know. Because, like, not that I've tried him out, but I've tried him out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are a good match. <laughs> like. Yeah, that could you happen. Know? It's like shit like that. It's like, you know, people need to be more loose and less like fucking like shitty to each other. It's like, yo, like just fucking look at like look the whole picture. Are you fucking meshing well? If it's not working, it's better if you drop the shit. Stop wasting your goddamn time making it work and go find something that works. And in the meantime, if you're a cool enough fucking friend, you can hook that thing that thing up that didn't work with something that might work, and bam, like everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's one great quote. I don't know who said this, but um, someone said, "Women are the gatekeepers of sex. Men are the gatekeepers of relationships." Yeah, it can be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the shoe can be on the other foot too, but uh, ultimately, I mean, yeah. We, I mean, the sex totally depends on the woman's consent. Oh so yeah, that, you just can't uh, go have sex. Like, <laughs> it's 
So but, I guess uh, like we are the gatekeepers on that end. Like <laughs> and a lot of women have tried to really pressure a guy into a relationship, but doesn't that tend to just scare him off or put him off about the idea? What's that? To like really pressure him into making a commitment if he's Oh yeah, you know, like I honestly I've never been okay, there's like one time where I kind of, uh, I guess I had a little bit of pressure on that sort of thing, but I moved from Edmonton to here to start doing that. So, like, in all fairness, I, like, dropped a life that I had in Alberta to come over and start a new one with a fucking dude that didn't give a fuck about me in the end. Like, and I wasted 10 years on that motherfucker. So, like... And, I mean, it's been an up-and-down thing with us, right? Like, I'm like, okay, so, like, I've always been the kind of person to work through stuff. And to be honest, like, he's like, you know, he, like, I don't know. Like, he's kind of not 100% on that tip. But I think it's because he just doesn't fucking, he's got no game. You know, like, you can't really go... And find another person, like, as easy as I am. <laughs> and maybe he also got so comfortable with the ego boost from it all that he just... Yeah, I mean, I never gave up. I was just, like, I like I felt like I invested so much time at that point that it was just, like, fucking stupid to let go of. You know, it's like, yo, like, you know, we came this far. Like, fuck, like, I can't... I can't just... You know, I can't just, I personally can't let it go. I don't know about you. And, like, usually he'd agree with me, right? And it wasn't like I was manipulating him, but, you know, he was, like, just not, he was not telling me the whole truth, right? Like, because he got me to move, and, like, two weeks before I was supposed to move, he was like, oh, I don't know if this is a good idea, and I'm like, bitch, you just literally put a real ring on my finger. And we made plans. Like, this is not, like, new shit. And you're going to tell me it's not a good idea. Like, you, what? <laughs> oh, and I should have just taken that as, like, a fucking red flag, you know? Like, and that's the thing. We don't see the red flags when they're, like, waving in our face. We don't. Yeah, I know where you're coming from. I'm I'm a giver, too. And uh, yeah, when you end up with a taker that's that can be real real down or just the person who doesn't fucking get it they don't get the reciprocal aspect of things it's like yo like this person is giving 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 you should probably give back because that's a fucking cycle you know like it's a it's a reciprocal thing like you can't expend an energy without getting it back, like, essentially, like, you kind of, like, if you expend it all the time, all the time, you're going to fucking die, you know, if you're not getting it back somehow, you know, like, having that reciprocal, like, cycle, then, like, fuck, like, you know, if you're not getting that, you're going to fucking die, you're going to put yourself in an early grave, so you're just like fucking giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and it's a thankless job and people don't really care and like you know like it sucks. <laughs> oh, totally. 
<laughs> and that's my like depressive downward moment. <laughs> yeah, on that note, uh, I guess we'll go before anyone slits their wrists. Right? I know, right? Let's not kill anyone. Like, we don't want to be responsible for anybody. Like, life is actually worth living, just so you know. There are ups and downs, but God damn it, don't kill yourself. <laughs> no, no. Especially not over a boy. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> you might be actually in or love with girls, so. <laughs> any any human being, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, on that awkward note. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, my dear, for joining me once again. Oh, hell yes. Always a pleasure. All right. Have yourself a great night. Yes, you too. All right. Take care. Okay. Yeah, bye. bye.